Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. No, the answer to the question I'm about to ask is a definitive, hard no. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. Comes your way bright and early every Monday through Friday morning. If you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer up daily shots of Penguins and Pirates. The ramifications of the various moves that the Steelers have made through the free agency period have hit mostly on the defensive side of the ball and have almost entirely been negative to date, understanding that it's just March. There's a long way to go between now and the first drills at St. Vincent College. But it's impossible not to look at a couple areas of the defense and genuinely get worried. Because for the most part, What you see with the Steelers is what you're going to get, given the fact that they have, repeat after me, no cap room or very, very, very little cap room. And even if and when they do eventually get around to restructuring the deals of Stefan Tuitt, maybe uh, extending Joe Hayden, talking to David DeCastro, things like that, you're not going to be picking up any huge bounty there. You're going to get something in the range of a, of, of a few million. And remember that there are other needs, including on the offensive side of the ball, possibly still, depending on how the Steelers view B.J. Finney, for a center, a starting center, a, a real significant football player to snap the ball to your 39-year-old franchise quarterback and replace his best friend. That's that's where I think the money's going to end up because you're not going to be able to get that player in the draft, certainly not to be able to play this year. And I, I went through this, especially early on, thinking to myself, you know what, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, you knew the defense was going to take a couple of hits. Yeah, You had a really, really good idea. Bud Dupree wasn't going to be back. You had a pretty good idea somebody was going to pay for Mike Hilton, and they did. And then you started seeing other guys go, and now there's the Steven Nelson drama. Don't overread into that. Steelers approached Nelson, asked him to do things. He didn't want to do them. He got mad. He wanted out. Nothing else to it. It's not that complicated. Not everyone is all that amenable to being told, hey, you're not worth the $15 million cap hit you're about to cost us. You know what I mean? 
not everyone takes that well, even if they end up keeping the cash, and I don't know that that would have been the case with Nelson. Nonetheless, let's forget about, uh, for a second, the nature of the decisions or what went into this, and even throw aside all the juju drama and everything else, and just look instead at this secondary. Look at what it could have been, and look at what it likely will be. And I don't see that being a break-even, much less a plus. It's going to go downhill. And man, that hurts. That, that stings in a lot of different ways. Because it's not just about the performance that you're going to see in 2021 back there. And don't get me wrong, they're still going to be okay. I mean, you're still talking about Joe Hayden, although a year older. And for full context, you're talking about two pretty good safeties. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick gets his due, but Terrell Edmonds really, really came of age, I thought, in the last season and a half. So they're strong at safety. But you don't have Hilton doing his thing in the slot, and you don't have Nelson over on the right outside spot. And we don't even know who's going to be there. Don't even know who should be there. This portion of Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by Luxembourg Garbett, Kelly, and George. That's a personal injury law firm in western Pennsylvania that represents people who are hurt in car accidents, who need help with workers' comp, who filed medical malpractice claims. The attorneys at LGKG, as they're known, pride themselves in doing what they say they're going to do. It's important to them that when they make you a promise, they keep that promise. They've been keeping promises in our region for over 80 years. LGKG has offices in Cranberry, Newcastle, Beaver Falls, Butler, and Elwood City. You can learn more about them online at lgkg.com or just pick up the phone old school style and call 888-842-5454. Tell my buddy Larry Kelly that we sent you. What we don't know is who's going to be the right outside cornerback, and what we don't know is who's going to be the slot corner. We do know that Cam Sutton will be one of the two. And if I had to take a guess here, and it's nothing other than a guess because the Steelers aren't exactly chatty this time of year, I would speculate that Sutton will stay on the inside. Yes, he's had experience on the outside. Yes, he's covered on the outside. He's made starts on the outside. He's actually done okay out there, too. He's better than Hilton at it. He's significantly better than Hilton. Which is why, principally, I believe, the Steelers chose to emphasize keeping Sutton over Hilton because they are looking for someone to take Hayden's place when Joe is done. So you can either think of this one of two ways. You can have Sutton move to the outside and, you know, make maximum usage of him and get uh, get him acclimated to being out there full time. 
Or you can just kind of leave him where he was and maybe add some Hilton-type wrinkles to his game, get him a little more involved in uh, rushing the quarterback and stopping the run and so forth. Sutton will take care of the slot. He's better at coverage than Hilton in the slot as well. What made Hilton so neat to have on a roster was that he could do all those different little things that you weren't expecting from corners, and he did them extremely well. I don't know that you can get that from Sutton, but I do know that for 2021, for 2021, the max value that you can get from Cam Sutton to your football team is to keep him inside because you'd be not messing things around very much. But I say that in a vacuum because I still don't have a right outside cornerback, do I? I mean, I'm setting this up for a while now here, but it's got to be Justin Lane. It's got to be. And he's done that. He filled in for Nelson when needed in the 2020 season. At times he was exposed. At times he looked okay. He didn't ever look out of place. He didn't ever look like he was fried or lacking confidence or going all out arty. He made his share of plays. He did okay. Most important from my point of view, the coaches saw enough in him to trust putting him out there. That tells me more powerfully than anything else, even stuff that you see in games, that they see things in lane that they like in practice. And there's a lot more snaps to examine in practices than there are in games. Can he be Nelson right off the bat? No. Uh, no. And I, I'm I'm not one of those people who saw Nelson as being super valuable. I thought he was excellent in 2019. And I thought he took a step back in 2020. It's funny that for everybody who seems to be lamenting Nelson, like, really vocally, they keep taking the average of his two seasons. Uh, that's not how it works. You know? I mean, what you've done for me lately does count. And Nelson wasn't that good in 2020. I'm not saying that because he's out the door. I said that at the time. Lane is going to have to step up. And I don't know that that's an unrealistic ex expectation to have. He was a third-round pick. He arrived here with that kind of pedigree. This is around the time you want to see a third-round DB make it onto the field as one of your starting 11. This is around that time in the career. And maybe, just maybe, the Steelers were confident enough in Nelson, I'm sorry, in, uh, in Lane, that they could confidently look at Nelson's contract and even Hayden's contract and say, okay, we are completely, legitimately desperate for cap space, that we're ready to talk to one of these two. Not both, obviously, but one of these two. And the first guy that you'd approach would be Nelson. Of course it would be Nelson. It wouldn't be Joe Hayden. Besides, there's actually more of a cap hit that you can call 
from Nelson. They do that. As I mentioned, Nelson gets offended, wants to go go away. Now he will. And the Steelers get to try the guy that maybe they liked that much better. This kind of falls in line with some of the stuff I've been saying lately about attempting to give the Steelers the benefit of the doubt of some of their moves so far in free agency or lack of moves or inability to make moves. But if you're stepping back again and you're looking at the whole thing, your bottom line still ends up being very, 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 very likely that this secondary will take a step backward. That's going to hurt. That's going to hurt. It's going to hurt in 2021 because don't undersell the impact that a very good secondary has on the pass rush. Everybody talks about the impact vice versa. But TJ and everybody else up front will be the first to tell you that when guys are getting covered and quarterbacks are looking around and they don't see anything they like, that's music to their ears. That's that's exactly what they want. And I don't know that that's going to be there. The other thing that bugs me, and maybe it shouldn't, but you know sometimes you just observe things and you don't really necessarily put a whole lot of thought or research into them or whatever, but you just kind of feel them. I've seen the Steelers with a lousy secondary, and I've seen it for the better part of the past decade. I'm really not all that eager to see it again. You know, a lot of that was lack of proficiency at safety. Troy started going downhill. The Steelers started getting burnt badly downfield. Mike Mitchell came along, couldn't really cover anybody, couldn't get his hand on the football. A great competitor, just wasn't wasn't built for this era of football. He would have been dynamite uh, even 10, 12 years earlier in the NFL when you were just looking for people to just line him up and bash him. And the corners were arty and so forth. And you just watched teams just so effortlessly move the ball down the field. Not just the Patriots. Those are the games that you remember. But it was everybody. And I, I'm not eager to see that sequel over any extended period of time. I have so much faith in Steelers management when it comes to drafting wide receivers and other positions, I have virtually none when it comes to drafting at corner specifically. Safeties, they've done a little bit better. At corner, they've they've been a nightmare. Hey, hey, maybe Justin Lane can be the one to flip that script. Maybe he can. I know some people point to Cam Sutton as a word. Uh-huh. I'm talking about outside guys. Maybe Justin Lane can be the one to turn that around. When we come back, just one question. Welcome back. It's time for Just One Question. And that comes today from Mick, who asks, 
So if the Steelers are essentially sacrificing 2021 from a cap standpoint, is the thought that the $120 million plus in space that they have in 2022 will be where they make their Jim Rutherford-style all-in push for a championship? For those of you who only follow football in our region, Jim Rutherford was, of course, the Penguins' general manager for their two most recent Stanley Cups and well-known for going every bit all in with everything he had to try to win championships right on the spot. My answer, Mick, is no. First off, I believe that the cap space at the moment for 2022 is closer to $150 million, although that's obviously going to change once you see some of these extensions or restructures to help the Steelers sign players this summer. But let's say that it does go down to your range of 120. It's still a bonanza. It's still unlike anything the Steelers would have experienced in the cap era. You know, kind of the same way this coming season will be in exactly the opposite way. But I can't picture... Kevin Colbert operating one way through his entire career and being in a building with Art Rooney and Mike Tomlin and Omar Khan and everybody else who've done things one way for the longest time, which is not free agency, and then just saying, hey, let's go get players, especially when you've heard from the Steelers, and they're right about this that loading up on free agents works almost nowhere. Look up the stats on this. It's really, really rare. Yeah, I know Tampa Bay did some unusual things. I think that was a a generational oddity, having the winningest player ever just showing up on your front door and then inviting a few friends over. I don't know that that's an example that you can cite of anything. It's just weird. What I could see the Steelers doing with this cash or cap space is getting TJ done, obviously. That's so far at the top of the list, it should be its own list. But I could see them also looking around at other players that they They need to extend, seeing how they can handle signing bonuses, if signing bonuses can make up for later costs or cap hits in future years. But more important than any of that, not TJ. TJ's way up there. Remember, he's his own list. So let's on this second list here, we're going to put this one at the top of the second list. They have to have money sitting around in case they got to go get a quarterback. Uh, You can hope that the draft will come along and there will be some magical superstar QB rising up. At the moment, there isn't really anybody that jumps out, but you never know in college football that changes in a hurry. And that player rockets up the list, and you can say to yourself, man, this is the year. You know, if they traded up for Devin Bush, they should definitely be trading up for the next big franchise quarterback. But you can't control that. 
that's not something that's you know that's a variable that's not that's not something the Steelers can count on whereas with free agency they know that if they have x dollars they can have xqb you know it might not be the very best guy in free agency it might not be the hottest guy it might not be the youngest guy it might not be somebody who can be part of the future long term but if you have a certain number of dollars set aside you at least know that if ben is done after the 2021 season you're not trapped you're not stuck and i'd argue that this off season they were both they were both they were trapped by the situation and then once they were in there they realized there was no way out and they were stuck they had to do what they had to do they found a way to kind of hardball him a little bit and get some financial concessions but they didn't really have that much of a choice they weren't going to enter 2021 with mason rudolph as a starter i wouldn't have minded it but i'm talking about their perspective so that's what I'd be thinking about here, Mick. That's, I'd be looking more at moves that they can make that do help preserve the current roster, that also allow the current roster to be manageable in future years by assigning signing bonuses right off the bat. But from a pure money standpoint, you got to make sure you you got to make sure you've got the most important good question man appreciate that thanks to everybody uh, for listening today and we will be back tomorrow with another daily shot of Steelers. at point park university in the heart of downtown pittsburgh they understand there's no substitute for real world experience and career building connections. Their innovative curriculum engages students with distinctive experiential learning opportunities. Point Park's pioneering co-op program empowers qualified students to work in full-time paid positions with their corporate partners while earning college credits. Visit pointpark.edu works to learn more. Career ready. That's the point. Point Park University. Your front door. Your car. Your gym locker. Your gun. Safety is a habit. Learn more about how to keep guns safe and secure. Visit projectchildsafe.org.